It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, guys? We got a special episode of Locked On Wizards today. D and Ed are joined by our special guest, Wizards. NBA radio host, play-by-play announcer, Dave Johnson, hashtag radio party. Thank you for joining us, Dave. How are you doing today? Well, I'm always looking for a radio party, and I appreciate being able to join you, you guys because, again, as I always say, the best part of what we do, and I'm sure you agree, is, is the connection and, and the, uh, the the people you meet. And, yeah, we have some fun with wins, and, yeah, we not so fun with the losses, but we get through together, and that's the bottom line. And we're having a fun season. This is a fun mm-hmm. team. And it's a fun season, and it, to be able to say it's a fun season with all we're still dealing with, uh, it says a lot. Yeah, definitely. Just the team going through the COVID protocols. There's so many guys out. I know Howell Nettles coming back against the Rockets, so they're getting one point guard back. But we do got some questions for you, Dave. So, hey, let's get right into it. Yeah, so I just want to ask you, um, what was your favorite team to call, and what's one game? I know you've called many, many games, but there, if there's, you know, one or two games that you had to um, bring out, what was your most memorable game to call? Wow. Or fun game. Right, right out of the gate, he hits me with the memory <laughs> test. Which I, I tell you, you always go with your gut reaction. And, and um, certainly a favorite moment has to be Gilbert Arenas' shot in, in Chicago. He didn't win the series, but brought the series back to D.C., and we won that series, and I think it's important to understand the context that that we were just on the rise after some years of uh, of struggle. Uh, so, uh, you know, that was just an important moment. I still remember, you know, after that game being in Chicago and and my phone blowing up. I think it was a BlackBerry. It was so long ago that you know back in two thousand four. Uh, and the next morning, I'm on, uh, you know, ESPN had uh, I forget what the name of the show was. Um, you know, they had me go to a studio in D.C. and talk about the uh, shot. It was just, it was just such a, a, uh, you know, a feel good moment. And, and look, that, that era of, of basketball, and that was, that was a fun bunch. Uh, you know, Antoine Jameson, one of the most professional guys that I've ever dealt with in my life, Karan Butler, you know, uh, uh, just, just wonderful. And then, you know, another moment clearly is John Wall uh, hitting that jumper against the Boston Celtics and standing on the scores table and, I'm trying to remember now because I, I used it in my call at the time, but I think the Capitals had been eliminated either earlier that week or lost in the playoff. Anyway, it was a tough week for DC sports, 
Uh, and that was just a feel-good moment in, in so many ways. So there's, uh, yeah, there's been a few games over 25 years of doing this, but those are those are two that stand out for for various reasons. And that that just gut reaction. I didn't know that question was coming. So, bam, <laughs> those were two memories that popped out. Definitely, yeah. You got to love the John Wall um, standing on the stands and Gilbert Arenas, Hibachi, walk off, turn around, hitting game winners. Yeah, definitely. You know, like when I was coming up, um, I was born in 97, so I was catching when I really started getting into it. Gilbert Arenas was really that guy. I remember the game winner against the Jazz where he turned around, had his hands up in the air. I mean, a lot of memories, but John Wall, definitely, I would say the number one, that that game winner against um, Boston. Yeah, but, and it's, you know, and, and that's the thing about you go through periods and, and it, you know, it's a tough league. It's a, there are no easy games. There's only 450 players. There's, there's billions of people on the planet, and we've got the 450 best uh, basketball players uh, in the NBA. And, and uh, then it, it's, it's predicated on health. And unfortunately, you know, John Wall <laughs> gave us a lot of great memories. And in that period of time, uh, this past decade, you know, gave so much to the franchise and community. Unfortunately, it, the reality of this business, if you can't be on the court, you're not helping the team a lot. And that's, uh, that's, that's the harsh reality. So, uh, you know, we, we have those memories and, and we, we move on. And, you know, as I said, we're in a good place right now. Yeah, definitely. The injuries, gotta hate the injuries, man. Gotta hate the injuries. But last night, the Wizards finally got their revenge against the Charlotte Hornets. They lost the previous two games to them. The second quarter was looking kind of scary, but the Wizards fought back and Kyle Kuzma, I mean, him in the fourth quarter has been amazing. What were some of your main takeaways from that Hornets game, Dave? Well, you know, I think the the beauty of uh, – we've had two tremendous basketball games back-to-back, the Hornets and, and the Chicago Bulls. And uh, the, the Bulls was the first loss this year, uh, three points or less. The game decided by three points or less. The Wizards uh, – so last night would, would count as three points or, or, or less. So the Wizards are seven – forget yeah, seven and one – on the season in games three points or less. Think about that. If you're a Wizards fan, how many years have you watched the team compete but then get in those critical moments and critical games and and you go home with that, oh, that that punch in the gut type Mm -hmm. feeling. Instead, this year, it's almost an embarrassment of riches. You think of eight close games right there and the Wizards, you know, won won seven of them. Uh, uh, The Wizards were not leading after the third quarter last night, so that doesn't apply. But the Wizards are something like um, 17 of their wins they've had the lead after the third quarter. Uh, so they, they've been in a, a position where they, they close out games. And uh, the, the, what, what's so exciting about this team is, is you know, Kyle Kuzma uh, and Contavious Caldwell-Pope, they've been in championship series. What's the big deal about regular season game number 40? What's the big deal? And, and see, there is something to uh, that championship DNA or, or experience. So, you know, my takeaway from from the, the the win over the Hornets is is this is a team missing six point guards. If you count Trayvon Waters, who was just acquired, and Brad Wanamaker, who each only played one game, is missing six point guards, and still is able to put up 124 points on Monday night and 120 points on Saturday. Uh, and Bradley Beal does 17 assists one night. Uh, he had eight assists last night. Denny Abdi had eight assists. Tommy Shepard, if you look around, has done a wonderful job of constructing this team. There's shooters everywhere, and that's the great irony of this season. Imagine, imagine 
what the Wizards record would be if if they were just shooting the league average from three-point distance. Mm -hmm. That's the thing that doesn't make sense to this moment, why they're not a better three-point shooting team, because they've got some shooters. Yeah, I, I would say the the three-point shooting is the main thing right now. If the Wizards three-point shooting improves, I mean, they can really stack up some wins. They can really stack up some wins. I know, you know, got Corey Kisper, Davies Bertans, who in recent games has looked like he's kind of yeah. turned into form. You know, he's been yeah. shooting the ball better the last couple of games. You know, Corey Kisper and Contavious Caldwell-Polt when he's hot. Bradley Bill, you hope the three-point shooting continues to improve as the season goes on. I mean, that three-point shooting, we've talked about it a lot, me and Ed, but I, I would say that's my main thing offensively for them is that three-point shooting. If they can get that down, I mean, they got a chance. The Eastern Conference is really close. So if they can just get on a little streak and that offense can get hot from three, I say look out. Yeah, look at – no, and that – again, that's not to be misunderstood. I know you're not saying the same thing. You don't rely on the threes. Right. Uh, but but the point is that – that there's been so many times, uh, you know, a big momentum play, a defensive stop, they get out in transition, open, open three, and it's missed. And those are momentum killers, and and they're by people that typically make those shots. So I think, you know, that's got to get better. But, I mean, the bottom line is this team is a better uh, defensive team. Yeah, it's had some, you know, ebbs and, and, and flows, or it had a, a brief period of time where it took a tailspin, quite frankly. Uh, but, uh, you know, as, as I said at the start of December – before the Omicron, even I knew how to spell it, before I knew that was going to be such uh, an issue, uh, I looked at the schedule with all those road games, and I thought, all right, if they can get out of this month at 500 and then get into January with 11 home games, and again, it's not a birthright that you win at home, but it's just the way it works in the NBA, uh, I thought they'll be in good shape. And, and so they got out of December 18 and 17, They've still yet to be below 500, and long may that continue. And and obviously that's what adds the challenge of the Rockets game coming up because oh by the way the Bulls are up on the schedule again. Um, but uh, this is I'm not seeing this through Wizards colored glasses. There's just a lot to be excited about this team, and that's the emphasis the team and even guys like a uh, Corey Kispert who's not shooting from three point distance like he can, but he's still contributing and he's he's a complete basketball player. He's the cuts he makes, that's that's just smart basketball IQ. Uh, okay, I'm gonna we're gonna run off the three-point line. I'm gonna drive and draw contact, uh, which is a skill in of itself uh, that Denny Obdia has. Um, so we're we're seeing a you know, there's an old saying, don't let a, a good crisis go to waste. And certainly this last couple of weeks, with you know, all the COVID issues and et cetera, you, you know, you have to call it a bit of a crisis. I mean, when you're missing six point guards. <laughs> That's bananas. I'm there. You know, I've never even heard of that kind of situation. Um, and yet, you know, you're able to persevere and play the way they are. It, it, it's it's almost like I think in a strange way, this period of time will end up being a positive because I think Wes Unsell Jr. is learning something about the players he has. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. That brings me to my question, too, because. It's forced Kyle Kuzma to really step up with with other guys. You know, Dinwiddie not being there, Traz not being there. He's being more aggressive. And I just wanted to ask you: um, Do you think the Wizards have found a second option? Because you know, me and Delonte have asked about that. You know, we we already know Bradley Bill's our first option, but Dinwiddie hasn't really been consistent uh, scoring here and there. Sometimes sometimes it's Traz is the second option. Sometimes it's it can be uh, Neto. Sometimes it can be Kuz. But um, who do you do you think Kyle Kuzma has emerged as that consistent second scoring option over the past few games? 
Um, yeah. And then when guys come back, do you think that he can keep up this 35 points, 28 points here and there uh, type of games? Yeah, no, I think that, that again, that's what I'm saying. Don't let a good crisis go to waste. He was kind of forced into to being more aggressive, but that doesn't mean, uh, and it's a great question, and it was asked last night in post game. that doesn't mean all right, when all these players come back, all right, Kyle, you just go sit in that corner and wait for your corner three and don't do anything else. I think what we're seeing is, is um, the NBA is about fit and opportunity, and that, that's why you have to understand – and I know you guys do. Uh, that's why the, that quick start kind of, you know, everybody thought, wow, they just add water and this team is going to win 70 games or whatever. And, you know, that's that's not real in, in the NBA. But when you've got, you know, five guys on the floor, a 24-second clock, and, oh, by the way, uh, the best defenders in, in basketball in the world are going against you, it, it's not that easy uh, to, you know, you look on, on paper, but, but they've got to get – in a rhythm together. It's, it's why, you know, the curious stat, I think the wizards are, what is it now? They're, they're four and oh, when Spencer Dinwiddie just plays and not Bradley Beal. And, and so, but that's not to say, Oh, we're a better team if they don't play together. No, 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 that's, that's not the plan. And it's not because they don't know how to coexist, but, but there, there has to be uh, that rhythm. And it's even like with, with Kyle Kuzma, because you can't, you can't have five guys freelancing, on defense or offense. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's where suddenly Kyle Kuzma steps up and realizes, all right, I can do more. And he's admitted he's coming from a situation where there's that guy, LeBron James, out in L.A., where, he, okay, you got to figure out how you can impact the game. And he did so with the Lakers more with rebounding. But here's a guy who's 6'10", for goodness sakes, which you you've, you almost don't realize that because of all the skills he has. But he creates a mismatch every time he's on the floor. And so I think what we've been seeing the past, you know, four games is is that when when the Wizards <laughs> get that stop and get that rebound and are able to get in transition, who's going to stop him? He's going to be able. To, he, he's been able to glide around everyone. Uh, and oh, by the way, he can hit the three point shot too. And you know, <laughs> fourteen rebounds last night. So you know, he's not just getting his nails done uh, when on, on off plays. He's getting rebounds as well. So. Um, I think we're just that's what I've been telling people, even during the losing period of time, is 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 that that we're, we're sitting here 19 and 18 as we have this conversation. And we've not seen the team at its best yet. We've not seen the whole package unwrapped. We still haven't seen Thomas Bryant. We still haven't seen Rui Hachimura. But, you know, you, you try to get into a rhythm and the next, thing you know, you're, you're missing, you know, half your team and uh, and and. But the, but I think what it's taught them is if if they play the basketball the way they know how to play the team basketball that great ball movement that we're seeing that's so fun to watch um, and then you know use defense as an anchor you can win under any circumstances and then it's just it's just you know get this team healthy uh, turn of the year and let's get rid of this omicron and let's just be healthy and play basketball and look out I I think this team um, can can succeed. And I say that, and that's high praise by saying that, because this is a tough Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. It's just like the other night, beating the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's a good team. Uh, the, the Bulls, uh, you know, it, 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 it's amazing. The Bulls were not at full strength the other night. Uh, and again, neither were the Wizards. But when you think about it, 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 that game against the Bulls, the Wizards were outscored 51-18 to 18 from the three-point line. 51-18. to 18. 
There's no way that should be a one-point game. But that mm -hmm. shows the resilience of his team. When you have, I can't even do the math, a plus 33 advantage in three points, uh, you know, it should be close the gym, let's get out of here. Instead, the Wizards, <laughs> DeMar DeRozan, incredible <laughs> shot, and I still can't get over that, away from getting right, right. that night. And again, the nutty thing about that is, on Friday and Saturday, when he had those buzzer beaters, you guys know probably know this. How many shots from three DeRozan took? Probably two. Two. Yeah. The one that won it against the Wizards and the one that won it against the Pacers. So, mm -hmm. oh, anyway. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm still, I, I tweeted after the Wizards beat the Hornets. I said the Wizards should be on a three-game winning streak right now. But, I mean <laughs> – Nick, I don't have a chance to get the revenge, but Dave, we definitely have a couple more questions for you. But before we get to that, we do have to get to a message from our friends over at Truebill. Do you really need all those streaming services now that you're back in the office? The pandemic almost required us to have 12 different streaming services, but now that you're back in the office and you've watched every show available, what is the point of spending hundreds a month on streaming services you don't even use? Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Like Matthew B. who says, in a matter of seconds, I saved $660 for the year on my DirecTV bill. Save 120 for the year on my series XM bill. Save 840 a year on car insurance. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Trubo.com slash locked on NBA. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Once again, guys, I want to thank you all for making Locked On Wizards your first listen each and every day. Now for your next listen, Locked On Now. They give you recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. Listen to Locked On Now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watch it on the Locked On NBA YouTube channel. So, Dave, I want to get into Rui Hachimura. I mean, the fans have been dying to see him. I know they were getting close. And then I believe it was when the Wizards were about to play Miami, he went on the COVID list on and COVID protocols, and it was tough. But I know Wes Unsell Jr. said, or Tommy Shepard, I believe Tommy Shepard said it in, a, in an interview that he was ready to go before he got put on the COVID protocols list. So in your opinion, how do you see him fitting into the rotation? Do you see him starting? I mean, what's, what's your take on that? 
Well, two things. I've got to get that True Bill app because that that may be the biggest thing that's unraveling this country. You don't know what you're subscribed to and, and you sign up for and and you realize you get this on a streaming and, and it comes with your cable or vice versa. So I got to get that True Bill app. That's that's the bottom line because that that's we all these things. These things are killing us. Phones. It's so easy to subscribe yeah. to everything. And the next thing you know, you know, I'm working three jobs to pay for all my subscriptions. So I got to get True Bill. <laughs> The, and that's that's an easier question to answer because uh, look, Rui Hachimura, um, and and you know we have uh, our, our program Wizards Radio twenty four seven. We'll play some classic games, and and my partner Brian Alvin does a wonderful pregame as I do a little cross plug here uh, that begins at five o'clock on the Wizards app tomorrow or, or before the Rockets game. And you play some classic moments, and he's involved in them. I mean, he's come a long way in a, in a short period of time. So. Um, uh, it's it's you know I know it's a cliche it's a nice problem to have I I <laughs> it, it, you know and then Thomas Bryant comes back and then um, you know is is Thomas Bryant then going to be more of a, a, a power forward because you've got the the two headed center with Montrezl Harrell and, and and Daniel Gafford and knock wood it continues to be a problem and it's not you're forced into using certain guys because of health mm-hmm. because we've been down that road uh, too often but. Um, you know, I think it's it's I, I from all I've heard, just like you've heard, that Rui is is ready to go. It'll be interesting to see uh, how they handle the ramp up period because um, the NBA, uh, you can train your guts out and this and that, and you can practice. Ain't nothing like a real game mm-hmm. in the NBA, as you guys know. And so, you know, this is going to be January now. It is January now, for goodness sakes. He is jumping on a hundred and eighty mile an hour train. And and so I think that's going to be the biggest challenge. But I, I think, look, he'll he, he's a smart guy and he'll he'll um, he'll figure it out. Now, how he gets used, who he starts, uh, does he start? And and that's the other thing that especially on this team. Uh, and, but in general, who cares who starts? Because it, it, the NBA is all about matchups and time and moment and and players that start may not finish the game. It's about that's who producing. So. You know, it's nice to get your name introduced to the, the crowd at the start of a game. But, you know, I think especially with this team, um, and that's that was the beauty of what was happening this, this past summer with the trades, is suddenly we had players and options. Whereas before, we, we kind of had Bradley and, and Russell, which is not a bad combination. <laughs> uh, but then you're, you're kind of hitting and hoping. Well, uh, you know, even missing guys last night, you know, at the end of the game, you know, Bradley Beal doesn't have to take the final shot because he still has options out there. Uh, and he has an all season, quite frankly. So that's um, it's it's going to it's going to continue to be a fun team. As I said, to unwrap. It's it's a it's a present we haven't totally unwrapped yet. And, and Rui is, you know, he's not just a 13th guy coming back off an injured list. He's a he's a starter. He's been starting in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think. Rui Hachimura coming back. The Wizards could definitely use him. I mean, I've been ready to see him. I've definitely been ready to see him. I think he can help, you know, that mid-range game that he possesses, getting to the basket. You Last season, we had the dunk on Anthony Davis that on national TV, ESPN. I mean, that was big. I miss seeing those type of plays. Man, um, you took a fit in the rotation. I think he could fit right in. You know, you, you can start him off slow, maybe bring him off the bench, et cetera. I mean, man. And then you got Thomas Bryant, who you brought up as well, coming in. I think he can help. I mean, we have games where Daniel Gafford may get in foul trouble. 
or the Wizards may need some spacing. Right. Like against the Bulls, he had Anthony Gill out there. You can have Thomas Bryan out there, who's a good three-point shooter. So the, the reinforcements are coming. You know, the reinforcements are definitely coming. I mean, Ed, do you have any thoughts? I know you got the next question. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm definitely excited for Rui. Um, Rui's about 6'9", almost 6'10", as well. So to see him and Kuz out there, um, two guys are long wingspan. They, they can be nasty defensively and offensively. Like you said, Anthony Davis dunk. He dunked on Tobias Harris. He started to yell in guys' faces last year. Uh, the Sixers playoff game, he started to get hot from three. So Rui, we're, we're definitely waiting on Rui. He's definitely going to be a big help. But I did want to talk about uh, point guard Bradley Bill. You know, we we have zero, we had zero point guards last night other than Bradley Bill on the floor. Even Tremont Waters got called up. He went to safety protocols. Uh, I just want to get your thoughts on point guard Bradley Bill. Do you think they um, when guys come back like Spencer Dinwiddie, should they keep Bradley Bill at the point guard position? And um, what's your thoughts on their fit? His fit with with Spencer Dinwiddie. Why do you think they haven't really played well together? Like you brought up um, Dinwiddie when he plays, but Bradley Bill doesn't play. They're four and zero. So what are, what are your thoughts on their chemistry so far? And do you think? Um, Dinwiddie would be a good fit to come off the bench some games. You know, uh, um, I mean, I think, you know, Bradley Beal is just such an unselfish player. It shows that, that, and again, this gets back to what we were just talking about. And, and, and this is what is so incredible. And just, uh, again, I've been doing this 25 years, just how much the league has changed. And you guys know it too. Um, <laughs> there are no positions anymore. Everybody, you know, yeah. you've got Denny Obdia can be a playmaker and he's six, nine for goodness sake. So, um, you know, when, when magic Johnson was a six, eight playmaker, you know, 150 years ago and dinosaurs roamed the earth, you know, that was like a, you know, a rare thing. Now it's, it's just a, uh, you know, a, a given. So uh, yeah, how, how that gets sorted out. I, I think I don't have an answer for why, um, and, and if I did, it certainly would have been solved. Why, you know, there's been games where Spencer and Bradley have played together and, and you know, Spencer's not been as productive or whatever. I, I think it's, you know, in talking to Wes Unsell Jr., part of it is, you, is you're getting to a new team. You're so focused as the, as the point guard to try to make sure everybody else is involved that maybe you're not being as aggressive as you need to be. So it gets back to my my theory that, that um, uh, to develop rhythm – as a team, this is a new team uh, that, that that to be 19 and 18, uh, I know to some, and I still get these tweets, I'm sure you do as well, that people, well, after the start, kind of disappointing. Well, mm-hmm. it was great to have that start. And uh, it was there was Wizards coach Eddie Jordan back in the day he used that famous line when they got off to a fast start. He said, you got to harvest your nuts. That was his, it was famous uh, quote because the wins count in November as they do in April. So mm. you get the wins where you can, you can get them. But I, I think again, that, that gives Wes Unsell Jr. Options. I, I think though, you're, you're starting backward. You want to see thrive uh, and work is, is Dinwiddie and a Bradley Beal. Uh, because uh, right now, when you bring Hul Neto and Aaron Holiday off the bench, you know that gives a, a, a different dynamic. And it's even why, you know, last night Denny obviously started specifically more for defensive reasons. But he was uh, West was hesitant to put him in the starting lineup, which is why Corey Kisper was in the starting lineup. Because you you still, again, it's not about who's starting. You still have to play forty eight minutes, and you've got to find ways that you know you're getting some pop off the bench. So the fact that we're even having this conversation. Uh, is a good thing that that we're we're not wondering. Um, okay, well he can't play, and then who's going to be next? Well, uh, Whole Neto has been a big part of the Wizards' success, and we've missed him. 
I, quite frankly, I don't know what your take is. Aaron Holiday has given more than I thought uh, mm -hmm, based definitely. on at the trade. I didn't, you know, he's he's been critical to this team's mm -hmm. uh, success. So, you know, right now the Wizards, I think, and, and I was hearing Kyle Kuzma uh, made this statement about why he is doing so well with the Wizards and why he loves it so much in D.C. The NBA, they're all good players. They're all good players. So then it's about fit and opportunity. How do you fit? And, 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 and do you get the opportunity uh, to excel in a situation? So I think the Wizards are, are, are a poster team for this is the place you can come and you can write your own script. So I think we have a collection of players that, you know, and this is not a negative because, by the way, they run a, won a ring. But, you know, Kyle Kuzma and KCP are probably saying, OK, we're not in the shadow of LeBron James anymore. We can do more uh, and, and have to do more. And Aaron Holiday says, "You know what? I'm getting a new start. I'm going to get it. I'm going to show that I belong in this league and what I can do." And and the benefactor of that is is as you guys have been at the arena, uh, fans are are loving this team. Amantras Harrell is is you know coming in with that kind of attitude. I mean, I, I think he could have been elected mayor of D.C. you know a few games ago as he revved up the crowd. So um, <laughs> it, it's just it's been a fun year. It's been a fun year and a difficult year. Uh, difficult, everything that's going on around us. But while we enjoy basketball, it's been fun. Yeah, Trez. Yeah, he has the key to the city now. Um, I saw Ted Leonsis was wearing his jersey, and now he has a new commercial with Greenberg and Betterman. So I don't, I don't know. If, I don't know if you saw that yet. But um, no. yeah, Bradley Bill point guard is, is interesting. He had, he had 17 assists um, the other game. So I, I kind of want to see him at point guard more. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's it, it's. Um, it's an option. And, and, and again, I don't use option like a, a goofy cliche, but, but you want to keep the other teams guessing mm -hmm. and suddenly, well, wait a minute, he's playing point and who's doing where. And, and that's what happens now in the NBA. You, you, you know, sometimes you'll come out of a timeout and you got to reassess and figure out, well, wait a minute here. Uh, there's not a center out there or, you know, you used to kind of had a structured flow uh, to the game in terms of who was in and who was out and, uh, because it was very much one, two, three, four, five, and you identify positions. Now it's like, oh yeah, Bradley's actually running the point right now. But I mean, um, uh, again, you've got, <laughs> I mean, Kyle Kuzma can handle the ball and, and distribute the ball. Not that you want to put him at point, but but the point I'm saying is, is is is, is it, it it it's just an exciting when they play the right way when that ball moves. It, 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 you know, look out on this offense when it gets into trouble. It like it did for a while last night. It it'll stick. There was a time in there where they allowed the Bulls to get in the game. It doesn't it stick, and that's credit to the other team's defense. I've always said it's a wonder that anybody scores in this league because everybody knows everybody else's plays. It is so well scouted, so well videoed. You know whether this guy goes to the left, this guy goes to the right. Um, as, as my partner, Glenn Consor, always says, KYP, know your personnel. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows everybody. There are no secrets. Um, and that's why, actually, um, you can't go to sleep in the NBA just like the Wednesday night game against the Rockets. What do they got to lose? They're going to come mm -hmm. at you with all kind of, you know, junking up defenses and blitz you and et cetera. And, and it's sometimes a team that is struggling or not doing so well is the last team you want to face because they're a bit of an unknown. Yeah, I, I would definitely say that as well. Um, before we get to our final two questions, we do have a message, Ed, from our friends over at Built Bar. This episode is brought to you by Built Bar. 
Bill Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe maybe even better than a candy bar. I usually put Bill Bars in the microwave or in the fridge. It makes them taste a little bit better than they normally do. Bill Bar makes it easier to stick to your New Year's resolution because it tastes so good you'll want to eat it, unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky or waxy or taste like a chemical spill. Bill Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Most Bill Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, Four net, gar four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. There's so many flavors to choose from. Coconut, almond, peanut butter, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, and many more. In fact, Built Bar is always coming out with new limited time flavors. So check out Built.com often to see what's new. Go to Built.com, use promo code, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. This episode is also brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered for this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues. It's March through the College Bowl season and pro football playoffs. You can bet on the Washington football team game versus the Giants. That should be a good one. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% off. Welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code locked on to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC. Right to your favorite favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. BetOnline, where the game starts. Yes, sir. And Dave, I want to get your thoughts on Denny Avia. I know second year defensively. I mean, he's been amazing defensively. I don't know if a lot of people seen that jump. I know he had the potential to be very good defensively because of his length and size. But what are some strengths, weaknesses you see? Do you have an NBA comparison for him? Just what are your thoughts on Denny in general? Well, you know, I played the the other night in one of our pregames. I went back, if, if you remember on draft night, uh, ESPN's uh, analyst, Mike Schmitz, said that in years to come, he could be, might be considered the steal of the draft because he was not supposed to, uh, I'm trying to remember what we had that year, ninth overall pick, I think, yes, or something like that. Anyway, yeah. the, um, so I, I can't remember two years ago that, that this is a sign <laughs> I've been doing this too long, but no, the, uh, um, <laughs> I think about the defensive assignments he's been given. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's an all NBA roster and how he, he deals with it. it would, even the other night, and we were talking to Wes Unsell Jr. about this. I mean, DeMar, he was on DeMar DeRozan for a while. And and some of the fouls, and, and again, the NBA is the best referees because we're, we're dissecting the call slowed down. Mm -hmm. They're making the call real time. And uh, – and this is where you, you got to give it to DeMar DeRozan as it's as fine as, uh, you know, as he goes to get, get the contact from the defender, in this case, Denny Avdia, uh, he's making it so Avdia folds a little bit at the right mm -hmm. moment when he's going up for the shot. And that's, that's why it's called. In other words, I mean, literally, as we looked at a replay the other night, it was, it was because it didn't look like he touched him, but mm -hmm. his bicep kind of lowered. And so this is, but the fact that we're uh, I'm talking about lowering biceps that break the plane and et cetera, et cetera, tells you how, what a good defender he has become. It's, it's become that fine. 
where he is facing these elite scores like a DeMar DeRozan uh, and, and, and more than, than holding his own. So, um, but, you know, what I've seen coming back this year, and, and also you think of all things, um, <laughs> you know, his rookie year, welcome to the United States, and we have a pandemic. And so all the things that were going on, I don't think we had a real, real sense of him last year. Mm-hmm. This year was more normal. Uh, he's stronger. He's bigger. Uh, look, he just turned 21, but he's been playing pro ball. Uh, now, there's no pro ball like the NBA. Uh, you know, the, the Euro League is great, et cetera, et cetera. But he's still been in a professional environment for, for five years. Um, I think he could, in a few years, end up being uh, the steal of the draft. Not necessarily because, uh, you know, I'm not saying he's going to develop into a superstar. But, uh, you know, here's a guy who can make the three-point shot. And the key is he wasn't making it last night. But when it was critical late, did he make it? He yeah. did. Mm-hmm. That tells you, you know, he knows what time it is because because the confident ones, the good ones, they don't care if they're 0 for 10. They're going to make that next shot. Um, he he. It's also a real skill to drive and take contact and finish, not look for contact. Sometimes you got guys that are driving and they're already looking for the foul before the other guy's exhaling. He takes the contact and is able to finish. So, um, again, it's it's – it, it, it's what excites me that that uh, you know, we, we have not seen the best of so many players on this roster. Uh, mm-hmm. And and that's why it, you know, I, you can't wait to get to the next game. And, you know, what's a Denny? I mean, he, he had eight assists last night, mm-hmm. eight assists against the, the Hornets, uh, eight assists against a handsy, uh, you know, turn you over Charlotte Hornets team. Uh, you know, that should be noted. So he's, you know, we got winning basketball players, guys that just want to win. Kyle Kuzma is not saying, well, did I get 25 or four? You know, he just wants to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and though that's and that's all Bradley Beal wants to do. He doesn't care that he's not averaging 30 points a game. He doesn't have to anymore. Yeah, definitely. I, I think Denny Avdia, man, he's been incredible this season. Definitely for a second year. I mean, at times I've tweeted out, I said, Denny's playing at an all-NBA def- all defensive level. You know, it, yeah. the things he's done, the tasks that he's, you know, asked of with guarding certain players. Like, you know, you may see him on LaMelo. You may see him on DeMar. You may see him on Zach Levine. It's tough, you know, but he's definitely he's definitely doing a tremendous job. And like you said with the fouls, a lot of the times it's like you when you're watching on TV, it's like it doesn't look like he touched them. But that's just a testament to him to show that he's playing that good of defense where you get a cold foul called on him and the Wizards fans are like, what are these refs looking like looking at every single time? Yeah, no, and it's and you made a good point about the defense. I mean, he believes he can guard all five positions out there. Mm-hmm. And and I know it's, you know, we're heaping praise on on, on so many players. Uh it, it makes it sound like I'm describing an NBA championship team. We're, we're not we're not there yet. But that's you know, we haven't seen uh, what what's the final upside of a Daniel Gafford? What's the final upside of a Denny Avdia? That's that's why um, the Wizards are in the position they're in. I don't say that like a, like in a bad way, uh, but but they're not leading the Eastern Conference because we have so many unfinished products on this team. But the encouraging thing, you believe, you know, there's more, and 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 part of that more is to do it on a on a consistent basis. Um, you know, that's been a challenge, quite frankly, for for Daniel Gafford. Uh, and, and, and he, he shows 
than when he how much he can impact a, a game. Um, and you know he's gotten better. You think about his growth. Uh, you know he used to get whistled for a foul. I think taking his warm up suit off, and now you know it, it's he's staying in games. I still you know love that Oklahoma City Thunder game where he has eight blocks and zero fouls. I mean, wow, that's getting it done. So you know we are where we are because we're not not there yet. Um, you know, can we get there? It, it's exciting to think about the possibilities because it's again gets back to what happened this summer and how Tommy Shepard reconstructed uh, the roster. We have guys um, that if they play defense, then we have offensive. We, we've got plenty of offensive options. Definitely. You got to love Denny. I mean, putting up the clamps, uh, he's growing up fast, guarding Giannis, guarding Brandon Ingram, Jimmy Butler's of the world. Um, the, the calls, only thing is, you know, he, he just can't, you know, get up in the ref's face too much. The, I know we challenged against DeMar DeRozan, but he's still not getting calls, but it, it right. will come. Um, but I, I did want to, ask you about the game the uh your keys to victory for the rockets game and um you talked about so much talent like is there do you think that tommy shepherd will make any trades um to create you know i guess more opportunities for other guys um like a little bit more balance since there kind of is some log jams at different positions um and do you see the wizards targeting any positions to bring in and then also um what's your thoughts on the rockets game for tomorrow night I'll start with the the last one first. Uh, the, the Rockets game. That's a that's a you know again a, a, a team that look don't turn the ball over. Don't give them a chance. Don't give you give any NBA team confidence and belief. This is a, a you're in trouble. And and so I, I think you know a lot of what we're dealing with right now, especially in this COVID area era, is control the controllables. The Wizards are are in a good space right now. The way they're playing, uh, if they continue what they've done, quite frankly, on this whole homestand. Uh, they should win that game uh, against against the Rockets uh, because, quite frankly, they're the better team. But <laughs> that's why we're going to play the game tomorrow night because the Wizards have to, have to prove it on the court. And the other part is, um, and we've seen this, you know, hurt the Wizards in games, you know, continue to try to get off to a strong start. You look at games like the the Cavs and the Bulls and and even last night against the Hornets. Um, there's been games where the Wizards, yeah, like a great finish, nice 39 point fourth quarter. But what about the you know 15 point second quarter? So I, I think is it's it's a it's a mental thing tomorrow night uh, for the Wizards is uh, get out to a, a strong start and don't give the Rockets belief because they're NBA players and and you have to respect their game as well. In terms of, I've always believed the trade question is is a, is a tough one, just because, you know, we can in the NBA we can dream up all kinds of scenarios, but it's it's about salary cap, and uh, it, again, it's why the the John Russell Wall Russell Westbrook trade was, you know, such an amazing trade. That you know, it's not like Tommy Shepard at that time had a million options. Uh, to trade John Wall or vice versa. And, and the same thing this summer, it's not like Westbrook was going to uh, any team. So, uh, you know, I think as we now turn the page on a, a new year and we are getting closer to when trades start to to come, it sounds like I'm, I'm dancing around and not answering the question specifically. I'm, <laughs> I'm just pointing out that I, I, I just don't have a, a feel right now who we'd want to trade or, or, or move and, and what we'd want to get. And that gets back to what we've talked about so much uh, on Locked on Wizards is, is that we still haven't fully seen what we got right now. 
uh, if you know what I'm saying. So it's um, it, sometimes you make trades based on our, well, we know uh, this is not the right fit or opportunity. Uh, you know, I think about, again, uh, we saw, when did we see Troy Brown? I guess with the Bulls the other night, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, um, uh, you think about fit and opportunity, you think about, uh, you know, it, it seemed like every time he ran the point, he produced more for the Wizards and he was good in that role, but he wasn't good in the role that they wanted to be in and it just just wasn't the right fit. You know, Dan, Dan, people will say, well, how did the Bulls let Daniel Gafford go? Uh, well, it, it just wasn't the right fit. It is it is right here. So that's why trading right now is a is is a hard question to, to answer. But um, I, you know, I do know that that Tommy Shepard, uh, you know, and Wes Unsell Jr. have a have a plan in the in terms of the the culture, the type of players they want to play uh, here mm-hmm. um, to be a better defensive team. And again. To be a better defensive team is, 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 you know, can you, it's not dramatic. Just right. can you be better on five possessions a game than you were the year before? Um, and, and I think, you know, they're making some strides in that area. They're not perfect. They went through a tailspin, but they've also shown that, that that's, that's life in the NBA. These guys, Kyle Kuzma, Bradley Beal, KCP, these veterans, they know not to panic when all of a sudden you've only won two out of 10 games and, and they come back and in a strong position as we speak right here. Definitely. And, and the Rockets, um, you know, Garrison Matthews was great for us last year. I wish we could have kept him. We're going to be playing against him. And uh, John Wall, unfortunately, won't be having a reunion in D.C. He's still on the Rockets roster technically. And um, ho- hopefully we beat up on him to the point where um, – they got some guys, you know, ready to leave the game, you know, Kevin Porter Jr. and Kristen Wood. So, you know, it, it can't let this be a trap game. Yeah, no, no, no. It, it's, uh, again, the, the Wizards right now uh, are in a good space. And and Kyle Kuzma, you know, it starts on defense. You get that stop, get out. And I'm not saying we have to be in transition all the time, but if we start on defense, mm-hmm. um, it, it, it helps in so many ways. And I think we've seen that in, in recent recent games. Yeah, definitely. So hopefully they get the dub tomorrow against the Rockets, as we all three think they should. But of course, nothing's guaranteed. Everybody's professional. Everybody gets paid. So, I mean, we'll see. I think they'll get it done. I think, you know, I I like to see some more point bail. I really would. I've been enjoying that the last couple of games. But like I said earlier, we do get Howell Nettle back, which is lovely. Nice to see. Start getting some reinforcements. But I want to thank Dave once again. That is all we have for you guys. I want to thank you all once more for making Locked On Wizards your first listen each and every day. Now for your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. So Dave Johnson, ladies and gentlemen, you can hear him. On the radio, calling those Wizards games, hashtag radio party. It's a family. Yo, Dave, I know you were plugging earlier. Anything else you want to plug before we head out? No, just listen if you can. You can listen on the Washington Wizards app. And and again, I I appreciate so much what you guys do because this this is what it's all about. We love this team, this basketball. This is I've been here all my life in this area. This is a basketball city. And and I've always said if we just if we just kiss the fans right, uh, you know, they're they're gonna embrace us. And and we're seeing that some of this team, but uh, again, what you do to create the passion and the energy is, is so important. 
And and again, I can't thank you enough for giving me some some time as well. And you'll you'll have to come join me on the radio sometime. Oh yeah, yeah definitely, definitely, yes, sir. Well, once again, guys, that's all we have for you. Thank Dave once again, and that's all, guys. Thank you, guys. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.